You're listening to a C3 Victory podcast. To find out more, visit us online at c3victory.org.au. Whoa! I am very excited for what the Father is about to do in your life. So why don't you grab a seat and uh, can we thank these two who just really took us to some awesome places today. It's okay, I have backups on my phone. I don't even need that. Is it still in one piece? There's not even a small crack. This is the best, see? That's good. And, <laughs> and Sam's heart just came back together. It's good. Uh, all right, we are in a good series right now, and um, I just want to thank um, Joel and Ellen just for taking us to places today, uh, and I got a word for you too, man, and the word is that the Father's going to speak to you today, so don't just think that you're here for everybody else, because the Father's here for you, so um, yeah, cool, cool, awesome. Uh, if you got your Bibles, uh, jump over to 2 Corinthians 3. Uh, we're gonna kind of hang out there for the day, for the whole day. No, not for the whole day. Don't worry. I'll have you out of here by twelve, sharpish, perhaps, perhaps. You never know. That's it. That's it. Uh, there's some people of faith here, and some people who don't have any. I just think I'm gonna keep going. Um, yes, uh, it would be awesome if you could pray for Pastor Simo and I as we head over on this whirlwind trip into Thailand. We're going, we leave Wednesday morning, we fly out at, at, at 10 to 7 in the morning and we fly in at about, I don't know, 4 in the afternoon over there uh, and we have six nights in Thailand and the final night flying back. And uh, look, we, um, we really get a sense that it's our assignment to just to bring an upgrade in the Holy Spirit to, the, to that church in, in every area. So uh, we're really keen, really keen to, to, you know, God's had us on such a great journey of, of the prophetic, of, of understanding how God, how He moves and how to move in the Spirit, healing and stuff like that. So we really just want to um, empower their leaders and bring a sense of, you know, of greater things to their future. Anyway, cool. And if you could pray for my wife as well, that'd be great. Awesome, awesome. <laughs> She's like, I'll be fine, I'll be fine. No, seriously, pray for her, it's good. Um, because sometimes certain activity ramps up when certain activities are happening. So you've got to be vigilant. Good. So we're in a series on freedom, and I loved what Pastor Earl bought. He's, he's, he's out with the uh, uh, Alive Sundays today. Um, I love what he bought last week. Who was here or who got it on podcast? Don't forget, you can get every one of our messages on podcast, on Apple Music, Google Play, and also uh, Spotify as well, which is good. Um, so yeah, it was a really good, really good message and just helping us to kind of accept that we are always in this process, this process of freedom. Freedom is a process. It's not, uh, sometimes it's a moment, but in general, it's a process. And it's, it's a process, and this is what I'm talking about today, is that we need to engage in the process. We need to be willing participants uh, in the process of our own transformation. Um, who loves Ikea? Anyone love Ikea? I'm like a huge fan. Who's ever spent less than $300 when you visited Ikea? 
No. Uh, okay, that's, that's impressive. You have to teach us how to do that later on. And when the heck is Ikea coming to Newcastle? Wasn't there going to be like one of the Bunnings at Argentina or something? Yeah, well, when's that happening? Come on. Anyway, I love a good flat pack when it's done. I don't like a good flat pack. I like buying flat pack furniture. That's exciting, you know? Like, you go, this will go here. We'll measure this out. It's going to be awesome. Cool, cool, cool. And then you get it home and you bring it out of the car and it's just in these boxes in the, in the, in the lounge room and you're like, great. And then you get started. Who's ever had a flat pack not from Ikea? Who's ever had a flat pack not from Ikea and not with great instructions? And you know how sometimes they like vac seal all of the screws and there's like 18 different types of screws. Like we couldn't possibly just use two different types. We're going to use like 24 types of screws and it's not really marked that well. And you're kind of trying to work out how the, well, hang on, what's, that's, no, I think I meant to use, and, and have you got, have you got F? Who's, have you got no, uh, I need, I need I, IJ. Who's got an IJ? And you're, you're walking around the lounge room trying to find these stupid pieces of furniture, these stupid pieces that you know is going to make something great later on. But now I've got to work out which screw goes with what piece and how does it fit to this piece? I'm so confused. Anyone ever been like that? Yes. Right? Sometimes the journey of God is a little bit like that. Sometimes it's a little bit like, well, God, I, I thought that you said this. And now the preacher said this, and, and this is my experience. So how do I get through that to here? Because currently I'm still trying to find J. I'm still trying to find the J piece and the N7 screws because help. Anyone ever feel a little bit confused about the journey? Or you're a little bit like, like, I thought this was all meant to be like good times. I thought, you know, that Christianity was like good vibes only. And, and yet I've been walking through some stuff that has not been so good vibes only, Lord. Like what? You know, like I thought it was meant to be all like joy inside, regardless of what's going on outside. Anyone ever been like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when we preached on joy last year and you're all like, whatever. That's not my life. How do I get there? It's a little bit like that sometimes. How do you go from glory to glory? Like, <laughs> I'm just trying not to kill someone. <laughs> How do I go from glory to glory and keep the same amount of children? <laughs> you know? God's got a plan. God's got a plan for that. <laughs> Tom's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Anyone resonate with what I'm, what I'm saying? All right, 2 Corinthians uh, 3, verse 17 and 18. This is where we're going to hang around today. It says, Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Amen. And we all, all you, all y'all, all y'all, and we all who with unveiled faces contemplate or the word can also be translated reflect, the Lord's glory are being transformed into his image with ever increasing glory, which comes from the Lord who is the Spirit. 
helps to slow it down, doesn't it? Helps to kind of bite-sized chunk a verse. This is where we're going to hang out today. How do we, be, do we get to the place of ever-increasing glory? Because that's what is happening in your life right now. You are on a track of ever-increasing glory. And some of you just looked at your life and went, no, it isn't. Like, you, you, you think that the glory level is so low, you think that there is dust in your glory bowl, but there is not. Because God has got you from one level of glory and He's taking you to another level and then to another level. And this is the journey that you signed up, with, that you signed up for, even though you don't feel like you did. You don't feel like, I didn't sign up for this. You, you say yes to Jesus and immediately you're getting pulled along this, this, this track. Immediately. If you're writing notes, write this down. Freedom is an always on journey. Freedom is an always on journey. It doesn't ever really switch off. You are always on this journey of freedom. It happens continuously, gradually. We have the fullness, so we've talked the last couple of weeks about that the fullness of it has been given to us, right? Jesus said, it is finished. Nothing else needs to be added. Ephesians 1 says that you have received every spiritual blessing. So we've already got the fullness of what we need, but it outworks bit by bit, gradually, step by step. Freedom is a single step process. It's just one step after the other. It's just, okay, yep, right, right. And, and the, it, it's like an upward step process. And every now and then I'm taking a step, and then I go up a step. And it's glory to glory. Then I go up a step, and it's glory to glory. Freedom is an always-on journey. Don't worry if it doesn't seem like that for you. Don't worry if it seems like you're always dealing with the same thing. I want you to put up your hand, but some of us are like, I've been dealing with the same thing for 15 years. How does this work? It's because sometimes we need to unravel a layer at a time. It's just one layer at a time. Don't worry if it's the same thing. It's not the same thing. It's a different layer of the thing. And God needs to keep unraveling one layer at a time, one layer at a time, because then He can transform you along the journey. And you'll find that when all the layers have been unraveled, you're a different person. You've got freedom. Look at verse 17. Now the Lord is a spirit. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. There is freedom. Not there will be freedom. There is. It's already here. It's already yours. Christ already died. You already received it. There is freedom. Where the Lord is the Spirit, there is freedom. You, you sign up to Jesus, right? You ask God to forgive you. You want eternal life. The Holy Spirit comes and makes His dwelling in you. And wherever He is, there's freedom. There it is. He, he, that's why you're on the journey that you might not want to be on sometimes because you have the Holy Spirit and wherever He is, it's freedom. 
freedom is happening. All right? And then it says in verse 18, and we are being transformed into his image, into his likeness. So it's done, it's finished, but it's happening gradually. It's an exciting, continual journey, day after day. It's awesome. Because when you, when you reach this, the next step of freedom, you, you have a little bit more joy. There's like a, oh, yeah, that's, that's awesome. And you kind of feel a little bit, a little bit freer and, and a little, you can move a little bit better and you're like, oh, this is, oh, this is nice. I just walked a great journey. I'm, I'm sure I'm still on the path, but I've started to taste the joy and the freedom. It's like, oh, this is different. The view's good from up here. Well, this is nice. I've never been here before. It's a good journey. John 10, verse 10, Jesus said, And the devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But I have come that you might have life and have it to the full, or have it more abundantly, okay? So the, the, the journey of the unbeliever is the opposite of the journey of the believer. Because the devil is coming to steal and kill and destroy. So the journey of the unbeliever is downward steps. Downward steps slowly or quickly or whatever. But the journey of the unbeliever takes them down, down, down. They're getting more wrapped up in themselves, more wrapped up in addiction, more wrapped up in money, in fame, in fake fame, whatever. Right? The journey of the believer is is subject to the devil stealing, killing, and destroying everything that Jesus wants to bring life to. But as we come to Christ, we, we start to go, oh, life, oh, and more life, oh, and more life. So we journey upwards. Uh, I think it's, it's somewhere in Proverbs, the path of the righteous shines brighter till the, you know, you know shines brighter till the full light of day. Okay. The path of the righteous continues to shine brighter and brighter and brighter and brighter. That's you. That's me. We're on this journey where we continue to see a little bit clearer and a little bit better as we keep going forwards. All right? So this is one of the things that you're always, that's always happening in your world. And, uh, and freedom, can we put up the next slide? Freedom is a process of partnership, pain, and party. And this is what I want to talk about today. Freedom is a process of partnership with the Holy Spirit. It's a process of dealing with pain, right? I, I, I realise that I'm in the process all the time. I embrace the ongoing partnership with the Holy Spirit. I walk with God and with others through whatever pain I'm experiencing. I want to give up. I don't want to do that. I want to go back to the way things used to be. You know, I, I, I just want to, I, I don't want to, I don't want, I don't want freedom. It's, this hurts, this hurts, right? There will come a point in your freedom journey where it's going to hurt. And that's because you get the opportunity to walk this way or walk this way. And you've got to make that decision. So we walk with God and others through the pain. And then we celebrate with God and others in the party because there's a guaranteed joy at the end of every freedom journey. Guaranteed joy. 
all right? So how do we do this? Can we, uh, can, can we get some, um, can you guys help me out with that? That'd be awesome. Because I don't want to just like preach a message and then be like, um, you know, this is too hard. This doesn't actually have any relevance to my day to day. I actually want to show you that this is completely normal for the believer. Awesome. This is good. That's great. Because let's talk about the how-to and then we'll talk about the follow-through. Is that all right? The how-to and then we'll talk about the follow-through. Okay. Firstly, the how-to. Because like ever-increasing joy sounds awesome, right? Ever-increasing glory. Like, whoa, yeah, this just sounds really, really good, right? But our day-to-day life doesn't feel like ever-increasing glory, right? Because we're just trying to pay the bills, turn up to work on time, wear your name badge, you know, I'm trying to just be a good husband, I'm trying to be a good father, I'm trying to be a good pastor and leader, I'm trying to just be a good human being, you know, I don't want to be a jerk, I want to be a nice person, I'm trying to pay my bills, I'm trying to love my wife, I'm trying to love my kids, trying to build the church, trying to make a difference. I'm not sure, God, that I've got a lot of time for glory to glory. How does this even work? But the Holy Spirit's always with me, right? The Holy Spirit is always with you. He's always, always with you. Now, the Lord is a spirit. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. He's with you. There's always a freedom journey that's happening in your world. So every day, every day, this is what it's like. Typing away at my computer, there's the Holy Spirit. Hang on, I forgot a key component to this, uh, this demo, and that is the Word of God. All right? Here's the word, and here's me, and I'm traveling through life, and I'm getting ready. I'm brushing my teeth. There's the Holy Spirit. I'm brushing my teeth, doing my hair. Takes a fair while. (laughs) Got to look good for the wife. Good. Going to work. I'm driving. I'm meeting with clients. I'm sitting down with you guys for coffee. I'm preparing my message. Holy Spirit's always here talking. He's always here. And we're chatting. The word, is, the word is always present. The Word of God is always present. And doesn't matter what I'm doing, I'm talking with my wife, having dan- dancing with Josie, whatever, whatever's going on. I'm watching a movie. Holy Spirit's always here. There's a dialogue that's always happening. It's, just, it's normal. This is, this is everyday life. I'm driving in the car. I'm listening to a podcast. I'm doing a wedding. doesn't matter. The Holy Spirit's here and we're... There's this opportunity for conversation and the word is always present. You know, and I'm trying to get to sleep or I'm struggling to get to sleep and I wake up early in the morning and I spend time, spend time with him, talking to, talking to him, engaging with him, you know, and then I'll go back to the, the normal thing. But he's still here. He's still present. He's still talking. I can still listen. I can still hear. The word is always present. The word's always here. And the Holy Spirit's going, what about this? And you go, oh, yeah. And I'm struggling with this thing and I'm walking through this thing and, and my brain is, 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 is chaos or just 
stuff is going on, I'm struggling, I'm in pain or whatever. Holy Spirit, He's always present. He's always here and the Word is always present. And the Holy Spirit will say to me, what about this, what about this scripture? What about this thing that, 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 you, that you taught people? You know? What about this thing that you've been preaching to others? You know? or, God will, or God will say to you, what about, what about that verse that we looked at five years ago? Let's go back there. And this is a conversation that continues to happen. And I'm at work and I'm doing spreadsheets and I'm doing numbers and figures and the boss is on my back and the Holy Spirit's here and the Word is always present. It doesn't matter. This is everyday life. This is the everyday life of the believer. This is the norm. This is the norm. The Holy Spirit, you might not have spoken to God for a while, but He's still there. And you know what? He's, he's still there and He still wants to engage with you. He still has thoughts of love and concern and joy when He thinks about you. He smiles when He talks to you. And He wants to engage with you because He's always there. Word of God says to pray continually. Just keep having this conversation with God. Just keep talking to Him because He's always there. And doesn't matter what I'm doing, He's always here. And the Word is always present. And then God will speak to you through the Word and He'll speak to you to confirm the Word and He'll speak to you through others and the Holy Spirit's always here and the Word is always present. Because He's always speaking. He's always guiding. He's always guiding us into fresh joy, into life. He's always, he's always going, what's next for you? What's next for you? Where am I taking you? Come on, let's go, let's go. Come on, let's submit that to me. Come on, you're on this great journey. Don't give up, don't give up. Keep going, keep going. Let's get that prayer life happening again. Come on, come on. He's a constant encourager. He's a constant guider. He's a constant comforter. He's always there. The Holy Spirit is the how-to. You don't have to do your own freedom journey. You don't, it's not up to you. Be transformed doesn't mean, oh, I've got to be, I've got to transform myself. No, you do not have to transform yourself. You need to keep saying yes, absolutely. But you don't have to, you, you're not responsible for your transformation. It's the Holy Spirit's role. You need to be a willing Hungry participant. The Holy Spirit is the how-to. And then what happens is every now and then, there's a spark. And all of a sudden, I go, oh, oh. Little, little revelation drop in my spirit. A little perspective shift in my mind. This little spark hits and I go, whoa. I get to see what my life could look like. Or I get to see what God's taking me to. I get this little insight, this little moment. I'm reading the Word. I'm reading the Word. I'm hanging out with the Holy Spirit. Or I'm just at work doing spreadsheets. And the Holy Spirit's always there and the Word is always present. And I get this spark. I get this insight. I get this moment of, whoa, when was the last time you had the, 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 the spark, this revelation, this, huh? That's what it could be. That's what God meant. That's what, that's what He's saying. That's where He's taken me. Oh, 
And faith gets the opportunity to engage and so does doubt. At exactly the same moment, we go, yes, that's what God is, but it's probably for someone else. That couldn't be my life. Why would, he, why, would he, why would he tease me like that? And we get to find out what's truly going on inside our hearts. We get to find out what our true trust level is. Because the Holy Spirit, who's always present with the Word, He's showing us something. He's showing me what it could be. What ministry, family, my inner world... What, what marriage, what, what my life could look like. He's shown me a revelation. He's shown me something from his word and it's like, oh, this is so good. This is for me. You know, when you get it and you go, this is for me. God showed me something that's for me. That's awesome. But this is how it works. And the Holy Spirit, he's the how-to. How does this freedom thing work? The Holy Spirit. How do I journey through the Holy Spirit? How do I apply that truth? The Holy Spirit. He's the one who guides you into all truth. John 16, 13. Right? He's the counselor, the comforter, the truth guider. Right? It's Him. It's Him. And He's always there. Even if, you have, even if you haven't turned towards Him in a while, He's always there. He's always loving. He's always waiting. He's always like anticipating. And He's always speaking. He's always speaking, waiting for you to listen. Yeah. Waiting for you to pick, up, to pick it up, for your antenna to turn His way. Yeah. So pick up something. All right? So let's talk about the follow-through. It's all right, don't, don't worry. I'm going to navigate this really, really well. That's all I need to do. Because let's talk about the follow-through, right? Because freedom isn't something that I do, I have to participate in it. Transformation isn't something that I do, I have to participate in it. Right? It's not my, it's not my job, it's not my role, but I've got to keep saying yes. You've got to become a yes factory. You've got to become a yes factory. You got to just got to keep yes. It's just got to keep coming out of your mouth to God. God will keep saying to you, "Let's go here. Let's go here." Yep. Let's do this. Yep. You know, I don't know how many times I wanted to quit out. Anyone anyone want to quit lately? Just be like, stuff this. This is too hard. It's in those those difficult moments that you got to keep going. Yes, because you know what? He is good. Right? We've just been singing. We've just been experiencing the goodness of the Father, the goodness of God. And it's because He is good that I can keep saying yes when I want to say no, I'm out of here. Anybody like pain? Because I'm, I'm, I'm not there. I'm like, no pain, no pain. That's my philosophy. Just get out of it. But you know what? There's a, there's a purpose to the pain. And sometimes you've got to keep saying yes in the middle of the pain because you know the Father is good. 
and you know he's got, a, he's got you on a journey to freedom. You know he's got you on a journey to a place that is good. You've got to become a yes factory. Yes, keep moving, Holy Spirit. And it might not just, it might not be an overnight thing. It might be a little season. It might go, I don't like this. If you could short circuit the pain, God, that'd be real great because I'm not happy right here, right now. But sometimes he's like, it's okay. Trust me. Keep moving forward. Keep saying yes. Yes, Father. Yes, God. Your will be done. Your kingdom come in my heart, in my day, in my life as it is in heaven. Yes, 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 yes. You've got to get an agreement on the inside of you because he is good and he's always present and the word is too. And then you've got to work with the Father to apply that truth, whatever the truth is, whatever he's trying to work in right now. You've got to be like, yes, and then let's apply it. Let's, 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 let's work it in. Sometimes truth needs a while to work in. I was thinking back to Pastor's Retreat, Jamie Fay asking some tough questions and stupidly decided to volunteer myself first in this exercise. And he's like, okay, I want you to pray for a minute and then I'm going to ask you what lie you're believing about yourself. And I was like, pretty sure I'm not believing any lies about myself, but whatevs. All right, so I'm praying. And I feel it get real uncomfortable in my soul. I can feel it get real awkward in there. And I'm like, oh, I think God wants to do something. And it was the hardest statement that I've ever had to verbalize, ever. Because it felt like what I was doing was unraveling the deepest lie that I'd been believing about myself. And I said, he said, what is it? And I said, I've been believing that I am disqualified from success in life and success in the kingdom. But every word that came out of my mouth was like it was being torn out of my heart. But that was the moment that God started to set me free from one of the biggest lies ever. One of the biggest lies of my of my entire life. One that was making me feel like a failure regardless of what was happening. And I, I gotta say, it wasn't like just a, a nice little moment and it was all good. Because every day and sometimes hundreds of times a day in the months that followed, I had to confront that lie with the truth that I now understood. Freedom's not like just a, 
a ministry moment, someone prays for you and all of a sudden, yay, here it is. That can happen. I've seen it happen. I've had it happen. Because we go on so many things, so many journeys with God that sometimes He's just like, that one's done. Bam, there you go. You're all set free. You're good. In Isaiah 61, it talks about um, freedom for the prisoners and setting free the captives. And when you get out of prison, I don't know from personal experience, but when you get out of prison, you're free pretty quick. It's a matter of, oh, I'm out. Hooray, and I'm free. When you get set free from captivity, it's a journey. And God will have a freedom set free moment for you and then He'll have a freedom walking out moment for you, walking out journey. And sometimes He's gonna reveal a truth that you just gotta keep applying every single day, sometimes many times a day. And you just gotta keep plugging away. And that truth is gonna keep coming back. You need to write it on your mirror. You need to print it out and stick it on your wall. You need to create a, a wallpaper for your phone. It's gotta be in front of you all the time. This is the truth that God is getting into me because He is setting me free. And I'm not gonna back down from it. I'm not gonna just let this thing walk all over me for the rest of my life <coughs> because the Father's got me on a journey. And He wants to set me totally free. And I know that sometimes it feels awkward and anxious and sometimes you wanna quit out and sometimes you just wanna be like, can, you, can we pause this for a little while? Because I'm scared. I, I don't know what this looks like. I don't, I've never been to the place without this. And that's when you need to remember that the Father is close. And that He's not gonna leave you. He's not gonna forsake you. He's good. I just thought I'd write a list of, of, of stuff that we've been set free from. And I just thought it'd be good for you to close your eyes and just let the Holy Spirit speak to you right now because you might be on a journey of one or more of these things. I wanna pray for some people in just a second. This is what you've been set free from. You've been set free from thinking like a slave, from patterns of thought that make you think that you are less than He created you to be, that you are His beloved child, you are no longer a slave. You've been set free from believing like an orphan. You've been set free from this mindset of lack, a mindset of abandonment. You are not an orphan. You are a son or a daughter. You've been set free from behaving like a slave habits of dysfunction that self-sabotage your future. You have been set free from that. You've been set free from strongholds 
from lies that you believe about yourself that have taken hold inside of you. And you believe that they are true and they are real, but they are lies. And you've been set free. You've been set free from fear, from anger, from anxiety, from doubt. You've been set free from addictions and from addictive behaviour. You've been set free from idols that will eventually ensnare you and conform you to them. And you've been set free from insecurity. And insecurity is really just a form of a stronghold where I'm just believing lies again. Lies that unsettle you and make you uneasy. Would you stand with me? Because the Holy Spirit is here. And I believe He wants to speak. And up on screen, those things I just mentioned. Just, I get a sense the Holy Spirit wants to whisper to you today. Remind you that you're free. Remind you of His love. Remind you who you are, who He is. So just come Holy Spirit right now and speak and breathe. Bring a spark. Let us see. Thank you, God. You might want to kneel. You might want to lift your hands. Come, Holy Spirit. If you need ministry, you want some prayer, just come out the front. We'll pray with you. This is a moment to listen and start up the Yes Factory. Yes, God.
uh, just get a sense that there's some um, power available if you feel powerless in this journey. You're like, I don't know how to, I can't. I get a sense there's like an impartation of power to help you keep moving forward, to help you get over the, the lip, the hurdle, the, the bump. I want to pray for anyone who's like, I need an injection of the Holy Spirit's power right now. If that's you, just come forward. Thanks for joining us for the C3 Victory Podcast. We would love to see you at one of our services. To find out more, visit us online at c3victory.org.au or check us out on Facebook or Instagram.